The podcast you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to another episode of the I3L podcast. Every single week, we bring to you the I3L podcast as your leadership companion to making sure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. Our goal and our mandate is to ensure that the information or insight available to you will reduce your learning curve and maximize effectiveness in leadership. This week, we're continuing with one of the series to ensure that you and your leadership would have a thriving time in this post-pandemic time. Now, before I continue, let me tell you a story about Christina Koch, one of the astronauts that spent 11 months in space, the longest space flight of any woman. And by the time she came back to the Earth, the Earth had entered into the COVID lockdown. The Earth she left was different from the Earth she returned to. It's important to realize that by the time we get out of this pandemic, the world we're coming into was going to be different from the world in which we left. So it's important for leadership and leaders to, to get that mindset, to note that it is in their own interest for them to be forward-looking and not backward-looking. So today's podcast is changing from real view leading, changing from real view leading. Now, the metaphor I'm going to be using is that the metaphor of the windshield and the rear and rear view mirror. In most cars, the windshield is usually big and or I would say that in most, in, I mean, in virtually all cars, the windshield is big and the rear view mirror is small by the side. Now, I have come to realize that the reason why the windshield is big and the rear view mirror is small is because the makers or the manufacturers expect that you will focus more of your time looking at the windshield, not at the rear view mirror. But in leadership, I've come to realize that many people are focused on looking at the rear view mirror. And looking at the rear view mirror, what happens to them? You cannot drive forward when you're looking at the rear view mirror. You cannot, or if you're driving forward looking at the rear view mirror or, and your eyes are focused on the rear view mirror, it's important to realize that you could crash the car. You could crash the car. And if you crash the car, you would cr- you would cause a massive accident. So for leaders, where should, where, where should your focus be? Because you know what? Where your focus are or your focus goes to is where your emotions will go to. It will drive your decisions. But the past will represent your energy. In this post-pandemic world, we've got to understand that you may look at the past you may learn from the past, but you cannot allow the past to drive your future. Your past cannot define who you are. Your future, with these unlimited possibilities and opportunities, will be the one defining your future. The economist John Mayer Cain said something. There's a danger of expecting the results of the future to be predicted from the past. That is, we are thinking that the past results can be extrapolated to the future results. No, it's a danger. Many people who think like that will put their future in peril. And if you are going to be looking at the future as, 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 as an ocean of immense opportunities, it's important that you cannot be focused on the past. Look, the rear view mirror is a tough process where, where you're thinking about what's happened in the past, you're thinking about the results in the past, but there's also another look that you must 
go beyond the past because your past represents all your successes, all your failures, all the errors you've made in leadership, the lessons, the experiences, the knowledge, everything. Now, the past can be bittersweet for some people. And for some people, the past is really good. I mean, they really want to put their anchors on their past. But if you put your anchors on your past, you will never be able to ride into your future. It's important to realize that because your future is important, your future is beautiful, then your future has possibilities. Your future has things that you want to you, 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 you want to attain. Now, your sight, like we said, determines your focus, and your focus will determine your result. Now, failure to take initiative in leadership, it's always, in my opinion, a result of real view leading. Failure to take initiative is always a symptom of real view leading. When you focus on the past, you will not be able to take initiative of the future. And anyone who struggles, who struggles to make decisions, is disproportionately focused on the past. Because if you know that you've got no choice than to make the decision to move forward, then there will be no struggle. But I've come to realize in many of my consulting, in many of my coaching services, and in many of my of, of, of my career, of my of my career counseling, that many people are focused on the past. But the past is past. Your past has no life, except you give your life to it. So if you want to become outstanding, exceptional, got to leave the past. You've got to go beyond the real view, real view thinking. You've got to understand that, yes, the past may have helped you, but you are not here. You're not in life. You're not in, you're not in whatever field you are to maintain in the past. It's maintaining the status quo, and the status quo will have no status in the future. You've got to move forward. You've got to think, how can I be creative? What are the decisions I need to make in the future? Because all the businesses that stayed at their past, became a relic of the past. All the businesses that stayed at the past became a relic of the past. And if you want to be a relic, then you can remain focused on the past. But if you want to become exceptional, then you have to look at what are the opportunities available. Because there's a difference, a huge difference between the windscreen and the rear view. Now, and it also, it also gives you the vision. The vision, what should I be looking at? What should I be focused on? I mean, we could have focused on the things we've lost. We could have focused on the things that we've, we've gained. We could have focused on the on the strengths we have in the past. But no, we've got to ask what problems are coming up in the future. What problems need to be solved? What problems need to be solved? At what level of thinking do we need to solve the problems coming up in the future? At what level of organization do we need to be prepared for the future? Those are the safest ways that can create a future. I remember it was Peter Drucker who said something. Is that the best way to predict the future is to create it. Now, you cannot be creating a great future when you're in the past, when you're looking at the past. You've got to be creating the future, looking at the possibilities, the opportunities, and the priorities of the future. And you've got to ask yourself, what are the things you're setting about? What are the things that you're not setting about? And build a great future out of it. Now, if you want to understand why great businesses have always been stuck to the past, it's because of the fact that they've been cynical, they've had fears, they've looked at themselves and asked themselves, I mean, would we lose the beauty of the past? But you cannot afford to stay there. You cannot afford to stay there. You cannot afford to stay there. No organization is too big to fail any longer. So you've got to take that into your mindset that because you succeeded in the past, may make you irrelevant in the future. Now, many of the things that made you successful in the past are even relevant today. Many of the things that made you successful in the past are irrelevant today. So you've got to ask yourself, where are the opportunities coming from? Where are the opportunities being, being bred? And how can we respond to those opportunities? 
it's important to understand that so that you would be in in a thing in a, in a way that you can that you can that you can build greatness and you can build exceptional leadership now I have come to realize that two things cause people, organizations, individuals, even nations to be fixated on the past. And the two things are one, regret, and the second is relish. When you talk about regrets, you're looking at looking at past experiences, it causes the judgment of your capabilities. You become overwhelmed with your flaws, with your faults, and with your failings. Yeah, you regret what has taken place. But that's you should not, you should not what you should do from the from regrets is look, you know what? Yes, happened in the past. What lessons could I learn and what and how could it help me in the future? The second thing that makes people fixated, or leaders even fixated in the past, is what I call relish. You can look at the past result and be happy, but you think that the past can be extrapolated to the future. The past does not define the future. It defines today. You understand? Look at companies like Blackberry, look at companies like Nokia, look at companies like Blockbuster. They all had great past, but they could not, were not present in the future. You know why? Because change is not good enough. Transformation is the name of the game. Change is not enough. Transformation is the name of the game. So the past is a, like someone said, the past is a fun place to visit, but it's a bad place to live. Nothing new ever happens in the past. There's no growth. There's no improvement. There's no change. Our jobs, organizations, and industries are not the same as they were 20 years ago. We have to stay relevant with the times. We've got to understand what the trends are, personally and organizationally. Or become will become a relic of the past. So our goal must be that you know what? Let's change from review thinking and let's begin to ask ourselves that how can we create a future that we are going to be participant in and not just participant but active participant in. So leaders cannot and must not assume that what helped them in the past is still relevant. I remember when I was in school with the five forces, you know the five forces making sure that industries are protected by strong, uh, by strong forces. You know, so the five forces that would help industries be protected. But even in the days of disruption, the five forces have become nullified. So you've got to know that if you want to understand how industries are being protected, I cannot go back to the five forces that we learned in the past. I've got to ask ourselves, how do we protect ourselves from disruption, from exponential thinking, from the people who are coming up and thinking, how would they reduce how would they reduce how would they reduce the things that happen now like like Peter Lynch said something he said you cannot see the future through a rear view mirror you cannot see the future through a rear view mirror so many people when they're thinking about when they're fixating on rear view they're always asking ourselves what are we going to lose as a result of this change what are the what 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 are the what are we trying to prevent or minimize but you know what the people that are looking at the windshield, that are looking at the future, looking at the future, asking ourselves, what are the opportunities of growth? What are the opportunities of improvement that will result from these actions that we will take? So you must understand all things taking place. And that's why if I come to you, your organization, I would ask you certain questions that as beautiful as the past is, the future has great opportunities. Do you want to play in it? Do you want to play in it? Or do you want to be a bystander? You know what? Disruption will take place in virtually every industry. You're going to, either going to be a disruptor or you're going to be disrupted. So which part of the future do you want to play? Do you want to be a disrupted person or a disrupted organization or even a disrupted nation? I've seen nations being disrupted because of the past, you understand? When you look at how nations have been doing, you understand that they lived in the past, they're living in the past, but they can't, they can't, they can't, they, 
they're not able to get the results of the future. Now, the other question I would ask is, yes, if your present result is a, is a result of a past actions, what results do you want to have in the future? So how can we preemptively take steps to design a future that you will be a major player in? Now, the third question I would ask organization is that the turbulence in the world will be massive, but what result will be sweet for you? And what result will be sweeter for you? Because the, the past is not your defining matrix. Your the future would be determined by the vision and the actions you take. So what actions would you take in the light of the future you want to create? What actions would you take immediately in the light of the future that you want to create? Those are the ways in which you want to build an exceptional life. Those are the ways you want to build an exceptional life. So if you really want to matter, you cannot spend more time in the past. You've got to stop spending time in the past. You've got to start spending part time in your future. Anyway, the future is where you will spend the greatest amount of your time with. The past is past. The, your future is where you spend your future in. So you've got to be prepared for it. And that's where you will live the majority of your, your, your life in. You've got to ask yourself, how would I cruise with a good shield? How would I cruise looking at the open road and charting a course? How would we take the team to the next level? How would we take? How would we ensure that we don't we don't take the wrong turns? We don't we we route our courses. You understand? We're we're asking for directions. We're making sure that even yes, the world may be chaotic. Yes, the world may be messy, but we will not stop at the status quo. Successful leaders will take wise decisions. They learn from the past. They use the past to look at what's taking place, but their eyes are focused on the future because that's where they're going to. They want to create a great world. They want to be. They want to. They want to be exceptional. And that's what I think all exceptional people are because what you focus on will give you energy. If you focus on the past, your past will suck your energy. But if you focus on the future, your future will bring opportunities, possibilities, and and avenues for impact and for greatness. Wow. It's always a good pleasure to be here and every single week we come to you in the i3 podcast and to make sure that we give you world-class content and um, if you've been blessed with it please make sure that you subscribe in any of the platform that you're, you're listening and share widely with your people that the best things in life are absolutely free god bless you see you sometime next week